Welcome to Mishnah study. We're up to Masechet Pe'apere Gimel Mishnah Chet. Over here, we're going to continue on the, uh, I guess, the theme of Karaka Kolshil. Now, it's going to speak about a person uh, who's on his deathbed, and he wants to give away his possessions. So a person is allowed to gift anything as long as he's alive. And this person now is on his deathbed, and we want to understand what was his real intention. And that's going to really define if what he gifted is a real gift or is it not a gift. So a person, he writes his possessions away. He gives them as gifts. He gives them as he's a shechiv mera. Next case. So the first case, Mishnah speaks about a person who's writing his possessions away as is a shechiv mera. Right, he's lying from his sickness. Right, he's in on his deathbed, and he left some land, some property for himself. Right, so he gave away everything. He gave away his house in, you know, Brooklyn, Florida, Israel. He kept a house in uh, deal. Right, he, he kept something for himself, whatever it may be, something small even. Right, then everything shows that everything he gifted counts. Right, because he, he he saw a chance that he may live, and that he you know he may return back from this you know and, and get better from this uh, holy from this sickness, and therefore everything that he gave is considered a real gift. But let's say he didn't leave himself anything, no land, and he ended up getting better. Right, what he gave doesn't count. It's not a gift. Because he didn't leave himself anything, he showed, right, in his in his mind that everything he was giving was because he suspected that he was going to die, and being that he didn't die, then everything that he gifted really wasn't a gift. Now the next case in the Mishnah is a person who's writing his property to his children, and he includes his wife in there. Now, if the wife goes ahead in general, if the wife gets property, she accepts it willingly, then she foregoes her kituba. Right, which she, you know, would basically her, which the, the contract that she signed when she got married, that if she gets divorced or she dies, she's going to get X amount of money. But if she gets something else instead of it, right, and she agrees to it, right, then technically she foregoes her kituba. Now, what happened? A person writes the you know possessions to his children, property possessions to his children, and he writes right writes to his wife a certain amount of land. Right, so I'm going to give my son A this, my son B that, my, my wife this, and she listens, and Hanabam explains, and this is on condition that she listens, and she's quiet. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't say, no, no, I want my kitubah, right? And he actually proves it from the language, um, and over here, actually, this targum is a little bit misleading, parenthetically. Um, it should read, right? So it's the opposite over here. Um, that's based on better translations of Harambam. Um, so over here, what, I, what happened? She goes ahead and she almost like proactively decides not to say anything. She sees it happening and she says, I'm not going to do it. And she's, she's like she's proactively says, you know, or, or, or stays quiet, right? And in effect is saying, I am foregoing my kituba. 
right? As opposed to avdak kituvata, which is almost passingly, uh, she would have lost it, right? Over here, she hears it, she stays silent, and she foregoes her kitubah by saying, I'm going to take this land, by, by, by accepting that she's going to get the land instead. Um, the second condition over here is that it's almost distributed from the first case, right? When the person is writing his nechassim to his children, he also needs to be a shechiv merah. That's what Anabam says. And he can't be someone healthy. Someone healthy, and then all this wouldn't work. Um, right? Then you would actually need a shtar or a real kinyan. Now, what does Rabbi Yosef argue? Rabbi Yosef says, it has nothing to do with writing. I don't need him to write it. I'm giving, you know, X to son A, you know, Y to son B, and this to, to my wife, right? He needs to, all he needs to do is say so. She hears it and she accepts it, even though he didn't write it down. And obviously, Anabam says we're not talking about over here if there was a Kenyan involved. If there's a Kenyan involved, everyone agrees, right? But we're talking about over here that she only heard, and even so, she, you know, uh, forewent it. That's enough to be ma'abed her ketubah. She loses her ketubah and instead gets the property. Halacha is not like Rabbi Yosef. Rather, it has to be written down. That sums up this Mishnah. We're going to have one more Mishnah on the concept of uh, the concept of um, Karkakol Shu.